this Wednesday, December 6th, NBA PropCast edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bed Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bedrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bedrivers. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app today and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase today. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, December the 6th, currently close to 1 o'clock on the East Coast. Here to get into our NBA player props for the Wednesday night schedule. And joining me, as usual, to help me break it all down, I got my guy here with me, also on the NFL PropCast with me, one of the hardest-working men, in the sports betting space, it's Crispy Cabin. Chris, what's going on, brother? How you doing this Wednesday afternoon? What's up, you know? Excited to be here as always, man. Uh, trying to trying to find some cash, trying to find some props that I absolutely love in this spot. Not going to lie, always open, honest, and transparent. Been getting my teeth kicked in in the NBA on sides. On, me and you, bro. On me total, and you both. <laughs> on total. So, you know, it's, it's time to get back on track, man. We got a large slate. Uh, last night I was on Devin Booker. Uh, he he's all world whenever I don't bet on him. And then, of course, last night, he, uh, you know, west the bed against a strong Lakers defense. And um, I was also on uh, J- Jalen Brunson, which I figured, the, you know, the world probably be on the backcourt against Milwaukee. And um, he also west the bed. Shoots uh, four for seven from the free throw line, misses three free throws, and we get hooked. Uh, also goes 0 for 5 from the three-point line as well. So, I don't know, maybe Damian Lillard turned into Drew Holiday yesterday. Uh, okay. and we just, you know, it was it was a disguise, but yeah, just trying to trying to get back right, man. We know that sports betting is a bunch of ups and downs. You, you're gonna have some good days, some good weeks. You're gonna have some bad days, some bad weeks. So, just gotta trust the process. You know, this is a message for everybody else out there as well. You know, trust your yeah. process, man. Especially if you you know you're up on the season. Um, you know, always looking to fine tune stuff, but definitely trust your process and we'll we'll get it back. We'll bounce back. I'm I'm confident in that. Let's start it off the day, you know. I'm ready to go, man. Let's 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 give out some winners. Yeah, man, I think we got to put the last two days uh, in the past, especially on the NBA pod, on the locks and dogs. I went 0 for 4. So, you know, we talk about transparency. And like you mentioned, that's just the ebbs and flows of, of sports betting. Um, you know, whether it's NBA, NFL, whatever other sport is, you know, you're going to go through those highs and lows. You know, there was weeks where I was firing at 70%. And there's weeks like this week where I've only won two bets in the NBA. One, I hit the Lakers money line last night. And then uh, uh, Valanciunas rebounds on Monday. Other than that, everything's been, you know, absolutely terrible. I was on Jalen Brunson last night as well. So, um, you know, that's just what it is. You know, you you trust your process. You know, you trust your your stats, your data, and, and you keep grinding away. And that's just what it is uh, right now. So hopefully, like you mentioned, we can uh, snap out of that uh, rut here tonight uh, with a full schedule of games here in the association, uh, Chris. So let's just uh, kick it off here, man. We'll make this short and sweet as we usually do uh, so our listeners can get through it before the games uh, do officially tip off here tonight. So why don't you take us over to your first player prop for tonight, man? What do you got? Let's do it, you know. So we're going to start in the, one of the earlier games, uh, and we're going to the Memphis and uh, Detroit game. And I'm looking at Desmond Bain in this spot. Uh, I, I chose to play him, take his points plus assists to go over. Uh, line's 30 and a half, so I don't think we're, we're asking for too much for, for Desmond Bain here in this spot. Uh, just going through and just, you know, looking at his so, – so first and foremost, I like to find, you know, a bit of a narrative in the plays. I'm not just taking these plays because – 
you know, player has been going over or whatever the case might be. So there, there is a little bit of narrative here. I was going through and like stalking the the, the beat writers, and uh, apparently before, if we go back three games ago, the Utah Jazz, the Utah Jazz were coming into town, and the the um, the Memphis Grizzlies had a home game, and they hadn't won a home game since. And uh, they had a players only meeting, and they had one of the hardest practices that some of the players that they've ever participated in. And they really wanted to get that home win. They ended up smashing uh, the Utah Jazz 105 to 91 in that spot. And Desmond Bain only had 17 points and nine assists in that game, which is only good for 26 points plus assists. But after that game, you know, he, he went back to Detroit, he went back to Dallas. And I think this is a spot that you talked about being on him last week when we did a show that was on Friday. He had 30 points and five assists in that game. He followed that up on the second leg of a back to back by going to Phoenix. These are two pretty good defenses, top 10 defenses in the league right now. He had 27 points and five assists in that game. So I just look at the totality of the the health of this roster, and I think that they're going to really have to rely on Desmond Bain. I mean, we we can go through the injury list. I know they did get just get Derrick Rose back, but you know they, they're still without their core guys. And I and and the other part of it is this: you know the Detroit Pistons are not a good team. They're bottom ten defensively, pretty much in every statistical category. Mm-hmm. But if you're the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, you, you can't lose this game. You do not want to be the team that give, that gives the Detroit team their first win in three and a half, almost four weeks, right? So so I think that part, like, is a is a pride thing. It almost is like an in-season tournament game, especially yeah. when you see the spread this low, right? So, you know, all of those things in conjunction, I just take take Desmond Bain, uh, you know, to, to go over this number. 25, like I said, 32 and a half points and assists against a much more difficult Phoenix team. I know it's an out-of-conference game, and it's not a game that I typically like to bet for these teams that's traveling, and, you know, maybe it's a throwaway game, but the Memphis Grizzlies need every win that they can get, and they have been playing very competitive, top defensive team over the last three games since that team meeting. So give me give me Desmond Bain in this spot, you know, uh, over his 30-and-a-half points plus assists here. Yeah, I have this one written down as well for everything that you did mention, right? And I think that, um, number one, I think we know that Desmond Bain can score the basketball. Right? He went through that stretch of where he just wasn't shooting the basketball very well, but he still contributes, you know, getting assists for this team. And um, you take a look over the last five games, he's averaging 6.6 assists per game. He's had at least five assists in four of the last five games. So the usage rate for Desmond Bain, as we like to say, uh, is is um, I'm sure it's uh, it's up there as far as, you know, that stat category goes, um, you know, for a guy like Desmond Bain. So, Again, he has a favorable matchup here tonight as well. We talked about this Pistons seems defensively just not very good uh, this season. Um, I'm trying to find Detroit, how they do against the point guard and guard position here. So they've been pretty good against the shooting guard position, but against the point guard position, they're allowing the most points uh, to that point guard position, also giving up 8.1 assists on average here. So again, if Desmond Bain uh, you know, plays again 34 35 minutes here tonight. Definitely do think he gets over this number. I don't hate his three-point prop here tonight either. I believe that's probably at three and a half here for tonight. Um, let me see here. Yeah, three and a half at plus 114. I really do like that as well. But, you know, I agree with you here, uh, Chris. I, I have this one as well. So a double like here for us on designated points and assists to go over the number of 30 and a half here tonight. Uh, all right, so we agreement on one there. Chris, take us over to your next player prop. What do you got? All right, so let's go to the dirty eight. We go into Atlanta, and in this spot, we got the next coming in. Uh, probably looking to get a little revenge because they, they did this matchup not a, not too long ago against the Atlanta Hawks. 
Kim Thomas season. You know, this is the guy for the spot here. This number is 19 and a half on his points. Um, definitely shop around, see if you can find it better, but that's what I saw. So, Cam, um, for people who don't know, maybe you're not following the Brooklyn Nets, this guy has absolutely been coming out there to do one job, you know, and one job only. I mean, he looks like Kobe when he first came into the league. He just wants to put the ball in the basket and do it at a very, very, uh, you know, uh, high rate. He's shooting the ball tremendously from the field. And, you know, it's a couple of different things that I kind of took into consideration in the spot. So just going over, like, some some recent numbers. So, uh at least 20 points in four of his last five games. He's taken at least uh, 20 shots, shot attempts in four of his last five games as well. And now you, th- I saw this yesterday and I said, man, I can't wait to see what this number drops. The, the news that I saw, Lonnie Walker is out. Lonnie wow. Walker will be out for the next few weeks because of a hamstring injury, um, which we know what Lonnie Walker was a big part of this team's production off that bench. So yep. you're telling me that Cam Thomas gets even more shots now? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Cam Thomas will not be, you know, reluctant to shoot the ball without Lonnie Walker's production being there. The Hawks, they've, they've struggled defensively all season. We know, you know, it's typically really high totals. I think they have the highest total on the board for today. Um, and Cam Thomas, like I said, his, his minutes, they, they've actually been up as well. You know, that, that game against Orlando the other day, I'm not sure if it was, you know, like what it was. But he played 38 minutes. He literally did not get, like, get a break in that game. Uh, only 25 minutes against Charlotte and 20 minutes against the, the Clippers, but 41 minutes against the Bucks, 37 against Boston, and 31 against the Chicago Bulls. So the only reason I mention those numbers is because in four career games against Atlanta so far in his short career, um, the game, the only game that he's played 25 minutes, and I do protect him to play at least 25 minutes in this one, uh, he actually scored 22 points. Um, the last thing I'll mention is just pace. I've mentioned Atlanta not being very good defensively, but they also, you know, top three in pace. They're just going to fly up and down the floor. That's what Brooklyn likes to do as well. So yep. potential ladder spot here for Cam Thomas, you know, maybe even up to 30. I like Cam Thomas a lot tonight. Cam Thomas season, you know, let's go with Cam. Yeah, I mean, look, you don't have to convince me on uh, Cam Thomas. See, the shot volume uh, just is gonna be, going to be there for him. And you're going to talk about a game here tonight between the Nets and the Hawks that has one of the highest totals on the board, if not the highest one uh, for tonight. Here, I'm trying to find that exact number. I think I saw that at 241, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, it's up to 244 now. So uh, definitely going to be expecting to see points in this game. And for the Brooklyn Nets, you know, like you mentioned, that defensively they have been very good. Hawks, another team that are bottom, are bottom let's see here. I had it written down. Uh, I think they're bottom 10 in defensive rating. But the pace has been up for the uh, Atlanta Hawks as well, like you mentioned. So a lot of pace means a lot of shots getting up. A lot of shots meaning that's going to be Cam Thompson season. So definitely with this, I thought this number uh, was a uh, conservative as well. I saw somebody that I respect on on Twitter post this as well. So um, yeah, I'm definitely with you on this one. Cam Thomas over 18 and a half points here tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. All right, Chris, before we keep the uh, show rolling here, let me tell everyone about uh, Bet Rivers here. We're brought to you by Bet Rivers, and Bet Rivers is available over 14 states plus Ontario, Canada. Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space, and their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. Depositing and withdrawing is super easy on Bet Rivers. Sign up today using our link to get a risk free bet up to $500. Again, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Bet Rivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bed rivers. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my man. I'll go with my next player prop here. And um, 
I think that it's really hard to ignore what Joel Embiid does against the Washington Wizards. So last game, these two teams matched up, uh, and Joel Embiid had 48 points in the game, but he had 48 points through three quarters, and he didn't play a single minute in that third quarter. And you take a look at what he's done historically uh, in his career uh, against the uh, Washington Wizards. So 19 career games, he's averaging 29.3 points. Like I mentioned, he had 48 points in the last game. I'll raise that to saying he's had 48 points in two out of the last three games uh, for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers against the Wizards. In the last six games here, he's had 36, 32, 27, 48, 34, and 48. So he's a matchup nightmare for the Washington Wizards. I think Daniel Gafford will get into foul trouble, as he usually does, going up against Joel Embiid here tonight. I got this number at 30, uh, 30 and a half yesterday. It's up to 31 and a half and still moving. This I would not be surprised if Joel Embiid drops another 40 points here tonight. He's rested. All these teams are rested. I know he was dealing with the illness, him and um, Tyrese Maxey, but I expect a huge effort here tonight from um, from Joel Embiid. So I'm taking the over 31 and a half here tonight for, uh, for Joel Embiid against the Wizards here, uh, Chris. Yeah, you know, a couple things stick out to me in this spot. One, Joel Embiid didn't even play before we had this long layoff, right? Like, he missed the game against the Pelicans because he was out with an illness as well. So, I mean, this is the most rested we're going to see Joel Embiid since the beginning of the season, you know? And I do expect them to want to get that taste out of their mouth. They lost in that game uh, to to Boston, and and, and that was on the second leg of a back-to-back. Well, no, I think it was one day of rest, but they also lost to the Pelicans. So they they gotta they gotta get things kind of turned around, and I think uh, you know adding Ubre back in is is going to be a good spot as well. Um, looking at Daniel Gafford numbers, you know, poor, poor Daniel Gafford, he's gonna be in our thoughts and prayers tonight. Um, <laughs> he has uh, he has five fouls in two of the last three matchups against Joel Embiid. I mean, not to say that he's out there; it's gonna get any better, and they don't really have a backup big center. Uh, you know, back up big that's going to come in and provide any kind of resistance for Joel nope. Embiid. So look for him to feast in this game. I think the spread is indicative of, of, of your analysis as well. You know, if I saw this open at eight and a half yesterday, not sure what I was thinking, um, what what mindset I was in for not going ahead and playing it then, but the number has ballooned up to 10 and it probably closed at 10 and a half is what I'm thinking. Um, I think this is some correlation, you know, to in this spot specifically, not to go off too, too much off, off topic, but I think, this correlates well with uh, under, maybe for Daniel Gafford, looking at maybe his his points plus rebounds under. The number is 16 and a half, and you talk about the trouble that he's going to be in, you know, guarding Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is one of the top, you know, uh, five defensive centers, maybe top three defensive centers in the league. And looking at Gafford's numbers, he's going under this number as well. Uh, you know, I, I see he did go over in the last game 12 and 7, but – I see a game with seven points and three rebounds. I see another mm-hmm. game with eight points and four rebounds, and then another one with ten and two, and then he has one with one and two. So maybe, maybe that's you know two plays in one if he's going to get in foul trouble and Joel Embiid is going to feast, uh, which he typically does against his Washington Wizards defense. Cannot talk you off. You know, love this number for Joel Embiid here. Uh, I'm sorry, because did you say there was a a, a, a points prop for Daniel Gafford here tonight? Did you see what that number is? Points plus rebounds is what I was looking at. And the number is 16 and a half, something that he hasn't done but one time in the last, I want to say in his career. Yeah, one time in his career. Yeah, I agree. Um, And again, if you look at those seven games, uh, there's seven games. It's really six games because he played uh, when he was with uh, the Chicago Bulls. Back in 2021, he only played five minutes against Embiid. But after that, I'm just going to read off the fouls that he's had against Joel Embiid. Five, four, four, five, two, five. 
So uh, I think this is a great call as well. Looking at Daniel Gafford's unders uh, in this game here as well. So yeah, I can definitely get behind uh, that for Daniel Gafford. Uh, Chris, all right, take us over to player prop number three, man. What do you got? So let's go to the um, Spurs and the Timberwolves game. I think that Mike Conley is in a very advantageous matchup here. Uh, starting point guard for the the Milwaukee, I mean Milwaukee, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Conley has uh, quietly, you know, if I haven't, this was something that I hadn't really, you know, looked too much into, but he's he's actually played really, really well. And I know we know that Anthony Edwards missed the last couple games uh, due to that, you know, falling on that hip and, you know, probably just precautionary reasons, just kind of wanting him to kind of heal up, thinking about the time that they had. And they, they were able to go to Charlotte and get a win anyway. But Mike Conley, you know, uh, like I said, uh, uh, Anthony Edwards will be back, but I still like Mike Conley at, looking at his assist line. You know, six and yeah. a half is the number. Not not extremely juiced, not not too much for me to, you know, not want to pay. Um, he he gets uh, a fast-paced team in the San Antonio Spurs. We know that the Spurs are top five in pace. Um, you just go through and look at his game logs, even against the slower-paced teams, his six straight games of at least seven assists, you know. So this prop is seven for six for six in the last seven matchups uh, that he's he's faced. He's he's playing more than 30 minutes a game in each one of those games as well. Um, and in the first matchup, he, he did fall just short at six assists, but – I expect them to, you know, nail back at home. You know, role players typically play a little bit better at home. I expect them to be able to find his guys. Um, also, just looking at San Antonio from a defensive perspective, uh, I talked about their defense struggling, but specifically against the point guard. They're giving up the third most assist to point guards this season. Yeah. And, you know, that that just finds Mike Conley, you know, in an in a even better spot. So I like Mike Conley in this spot, you know, uh, against the uh, – I guess the visiting San Antonio Spurs tonight over six and a half assists. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned this uh, Spurs team overall defensively, just not very good, but especially against the uh, point guard and shooting guard position, uh, they have been atrocious as well. And uh, you mentioned it that they are giving it up to the point guard position. They're giving up the third most points to the point guard position and the six most uh, assists to the point guard position as well, or average around 9.3. Uh, per game i would also be intrigued to see what his steals are here tonight because he's had at least one steal in four of the last five games for numbers probably at one and a half at at uh, a, a big plus money price but um you know we talk about teams i like to play fast especially young teams like the spurs that they're going to make mistakes right they're going to turn over the basketball and you know mike conley being one of the higher iq nba basketball players in the league um i think that this is a, a great spot for him not only like you mentioned for him to get the assist but may also be good uh, defensively here tonight as well. Like you mentioned, Anthony Edwards uh, should be playing here tonight against the Spurs. Not sure how effective he will be, especially dealing with a hip issue. Uh, but I still expect, you know, the other guys to step up, whether it's, you know, Mike Conley dishing the basketball or, or Carl Anthony Towns or Rudy Gobert as well. I'm curious to see what Rudy Gobert's rebounds. Have 11 and a half, you know, if I was going I was to mention that on on the uh... – on the, honorable uh, as mention. Honorable mention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. We'll save that for that uh, yeah. segment then. Um, uh, so let's do this before I give my last player prop here, Chris. Uh, let me tell everyone where they can, you know, get down on some of these um, projections that were given out over on Underdog Fantasy and play along with us. Underdog Fantasy gives you the opportunity to play alongside some of your favorite uh, fantasy players, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the NBA. NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, 
Make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And Ross, we're brought to you by Game Time. Look, it's that time of the year where there's a lot of sports going on between the NBA, NFL, college basketball, college football, NHL. Tennis, uh, you know, golf season is, is ramping back up. So there's a lot going on, especially this time of the year. And what better way to give a gift than tickets to someone's favorite team or a sporting event? And you can do that with game time. And game time is so easy to use. Buying tickets to your favorite events, it shouldn't be a stressful experience, especially during the holiday season. If you want to give some tickets to your, your you know, a friend, family member, coworker, whatever the case might be. And if they're not even sports fan, maybe you want to get them out to a comedy show, a music concert, a theater show that near you. You can do that over with Game Time. Game Time has killer last-minute deals with their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Some of the great things about their app, they have flash deals like I mentioned, last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They also have images of your seat views before you actually buy uh, the tickets. So you're not surprised with anything uh, when you do uh, arrive at that venue. No, you're going to know, know exactly what your view is going to look like before you actually purchase, t- uh, purchase those tickets. Two taps, you're all set to go and get this. The tickets are sent directly to your phone on the app. So you don't have to worry about them waiting for them to come in the mailbox, thinking that they get lost or that you have to you know go through your email box looking for those tickets. Nope, they're sent directly to the app on your phone. So I got to do is go to uh, your app store, download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my friend. Um, Let me get over to my next player prop. And there's a couple of ways that I wanted to attack this player in particular. So I'm going to go over to the game between the Chicago Bulls and the Charlotte Hornets. And I'm looking at Kobe White, uh, and he stepped up in a huge way in the absence of Zach Levine. Uh, Zach Levine is going to be out again here tonight for the Chicago Bulls. And in three games uh, without Zach Levine on the floor for the Chicago Bulls this season, uh, Kobe White has been able to take advantage of that opportunity. So he's averaging 25.7 points uh, in those three games without Zach Levine, six assists, He's making an average of 6.3 pointers per game. And get this, uh, Chris, he's getting up an average of 12 attempts uh, in those three games without uh, Zach Levine in the lineup. So he scored 23, 23, 31. Then he's got 7 of 12, 4 of 11, and 8 of 13 from beyond the arc in the absence of Zach Levine. His points prop right now, Chris, is at 18 and a half for this game. I'm smashing the over on this. They're going up against the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets... You know, we know one of the worst defensive teams uh, in the entire association. The one concern I do may have is pace. I know we've talked a lot about this offline is that the pace significantly slows down for the um, Charlotte Hornets without LaMelo Ball in the lineup. And that was true in that first game without LaMelo Ball. But then that next game, they went up against the Brooklyn Nets and it, it turned into an absolute barn burner of a shootout. Um, 128, 120, 128, 129, 128 was a final. Charlotte got the victory. They also had a high-scoring game against the Minnesota Timberwolves as well, 123, 117. So I think hopefully that continues here tonight, uh, but I do like the spot here for Kobe White. So if you want to take both, over 18.5 points here tonight, that's at minus 120. 
And then his three-point props is at plus 20 right now. I saw that around plus 110, plus 105 uh, for Kobe White, over three and a half three-pointers made here, Chris. And, you know, who would have ever thought we'd be playing Kobe White points comfortably in 19 <laughs> let's just let's just acknowledge that but it's for great for great reason man you you talked a lot about you know the, the recent numbers and how many more shots attempts he's getting and um you know the bulls kind of feeling like they maybe we've seen zach levine in his in his in in, a, in chicago bulls for the jersey for the last time you know that that is absolutely possible because i think he's supposed to he's projected to miss at least a week if they can find a way to move that 50 million dollars off there of their books and somebody, you know, really wanting to trade for him. But uh, you mentioned him, you know, even against, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think the Pelicans t- took that game too serious, but th- th- that's whose fault is that? Not Kobe White's fault. He went out there and performed for his team and, you know, gave him 31 in that game and 23 the game before against the Milwaukee Bucks. And now he gets a very advantageous matchup. This Charlotte defense. Oh my gosh. He's probably licking his chops thinking that knowing that he has Terry Rozier, that's going to be out there guarding them, you know, uh, a rookie and Brandon Miller who, you know, could potentially get switched on them. And I, I just love his confidence. You know, if I, I had a chance to watch him play, you know, a couple times this season because uh, I've had some some bets on the Chicago Bulls. And for me, it's just that how, how unshy he is. Last two games, 17 shot attempts and 20 shot attempts. I'm taking over like just off volume alone, right? They don't, yeah. the Bulls don't have a lot of guys that can score the ball. If, if, if I, I mean, that's pretty evident in, you know, their point total. So, uh, there is some correlation with them being able to score just a tad bit more. I feel like, you know, 124 in that last game against the Pelicans, 120 in that game against the Bucks. Granted, that game went to overtime. Yeah. But there is some correlation in, in Kobe White playing better in the game total actually going over. So I like this a lot. Uh, he definitely has the most volume, especially when you look at totality of numbers, nine rebounds and six assists, six assists against the New Orleans team that had Valanchunas and that had uh, Zion Williamson. So, I like this one a lot. You know, I hadn't really thought about how I was going to play this game, but probably going to end up telling you with, with Kobe White in the spot. I like it a lot. I think the pivot for people may be just, so, you know, obvious is DeMar DeRozan. Um, and rightfully so, right? I mean, when you talk about DeMar DeRozan, he's going to get his shot volume up as well. Two games without Zach Levine, he's put up 17 and 18 shots. Um, but I, I just think that it's an uh, opportunity for Kobe White to really showcase that he can be, you know, a guard of the future, maybe the starting point guard of the future for this uh, for this uh, Chicago Bulls team when uh, ever the trade for Zach Levine does transpire for the Chicago Bulls team. So, um, you know, I think that when you take a look at both of these teams, they're both bottom five uh, in uh, defensive rating over the last five games. So I think this, uh, this is going to be another game I think that can get over the total here tonight. I'm really looking at the Bulls team total to go over in this game here as well. Uh, between these two squads here. So hopefully it is a Kobe White night here tonight for the Chicago Bulls. All right, Chris, let's get into some honorable mentions here, man. What are we looking at? So I know, I know we kind of both, you know, kind of touched on uh, Rudy Gobert. I know he yeah. he went under that rebound prop is, uh, in the first game where he met up against uh, Victor Wimayama. But they're, like they're, I think that that's a narrative that, that we can kind of play on. Um, also, you just go through and look at Rudy Gobert. I had the numbers up. Let me see if I can pull them up just really, really quickly. But you just go through and look at what he's been doing recently. You know, I mean, this dude has absolutely been cleaning the glass. And I think, you know, when you think about Rudy Gobert, his offensive impact, his defensive impact is is uh, correlated to his offensive impact. And we know that, you know, when Mike Conley is finding him and getting him the ball, you know, that's when he has the monster game. So 26 points and 12 rebounds. I was actually watching the beginning of – that Charlotte game on Saturday, 
Uh, and Rudy, Rudy Gobert looked like Shaq. I mean, he was just dunking on whoever it was. Mark Williams was getting out the way. Nick Richards came back. He caught a couple of the posters as well. So I think that, you know, in a spot where, you know, they're playing against a really soft defense, I think he continues to, you know, just, just be assertive, be aggressive. So I would look at him to go over those rebounds. Uh, numbers 11 and a half. He's had 12, 13, 16 in that spot. And the Timberwolves, we, gotta, we can't forget they're the number one rated defense in the league. So that should, you know, create even more misses against the San Antonio team that's really, really young and, uh, you know, going to shoot a lot of quick shots. You know, they, they, they also a team that is top five in pace, which creates more rebounding opportunities for Rudy Gobert in this spot. Um, but I won't hop on that one. I'm, I feel like I've said enough. Next one, you know, uh, and this will be the last one I mentioned, Luca over his eight and a half assists. This actually is plus mm-hmm. money. So, so shop around, see where you can get the plus money at. But I just, you know, think about, the 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 two bad losses that they had last week. I like betting on teams and betting on players, you know, when they had a when they, you know, when I think when I feel like they got a bad taste in their mouth. And this team, you know, had, had went on a 30-year-old run to come back and uh, you know, take the lead against the Oklahoma City Thunder the other day before ended up before they ended up losing that game. And that was the last game that they played. The game before Luca missed last week because, you know, him and his his wife welcomed their their child into the world. So he missed yeah. that game as well. So you got Dallas off a two-game losing streak. And, you know, a nice, nice spot for, um, you know, Luca to get right here. They get they get a Utah Jazz team that allows the six most uh, assists to point guards. Well, I'm sorry, six most assists overall. Like, Utah is not a good defensive team, especially when you take them out inside of Utah. Some reason yeah. they play better defense, at, you know, in Utah. And there's numbers that go with that. The 28 assists that they're giving up on the road is the fourth most. So they go from sixth overall, you know, giving up assists to fourth. They give up the fourth most assists, uh, you know, 28 per game when they're on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luca's coming off a 18-point uh, assist game, as uh, 18-assist game as well against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, granted, Kyrie didn't play in that game, and he is expected to be back. But Luca also had nine assists, you know, against a very um, stout Houston Houston Rockets defense that played a really slow pace. So I think that this is something that Luca could potentially get into three quarters, um, and I expect them to roll tonight uh, against this uh, this Utah Jazz defense. So Luca. Eight and a half assists over uh, is another play that I'm looking at. Yeah, you mentioned it, uh, and I'll say in the same game here as well. And I'll get your thoughts on this. Is that I, I think that we know that the Dallas Mavericks also give it up um, to opposing centers um, because they don't have that you know traditional big man. Oh, they they got Derek Lively. Um, they drafted him, but he he's he's you know he's still learning the NBA game, and I think he's going to be good for this team. But right now. No, a lot of foul trouble for him. So opposing centers are, you know, continue to have success, uh, or at least the front court continues to have success against the Dallas Mavericks team. So I was conflicted between, you know, I think um, first that Kelly Olynyk is going to be out for this game for the Utah Jazz. Let me just confirm that here. Yeah, so he is going to be out for this game. So I was either looking at whether I was going to be Walker Kessler or whether it was going to be John Collins here tonight for the. Um, for the Utah Jazz, and I know we we're talking about this in the chat as well. That John Collins has done really well in his career against the Dallas Mavericks. So in eleven games, he's averaging twenty-two point eight points, ten and a half rebounds in eleven career games. And I mean, he's just been—I don't know if he has a personal vendetta against his team or whatever the case might be—but he's been absolutely outstanding for uh, the um, or against the Dallas Mavericks, I should say. So. Um, Maybe looking at his points and rebounds to go over here tonight. I'm trying to pull up that number for John Collins. Uh, let's see here. Um, points and rebounds for Collins. 
that number is going to be where's the Mavericks? Uh, twenty three and a half, Chris. So he's done that in. He did in the last game against the Portland Trailblazers, but again, like I mentioned, he's been really good against the Mavericks in his career. So that was one that I wanted to throw out there. And then I'll throw out one more. Tyrese Maxey assist uh, here tonight. Uh, that number, I believe, was at six and a half the last time I saw it. Uh, let me just double check that number. But when we talk about bad perimeter defenses, Wizards are right there at the top of that list uh, this season. So in the, uh, earlier game this season, uh, Maxi had 11 assists in that game. That number is at six and a half right now at minus 130. So if you want to ladder this up, I think that's a good opportunity. Um, he's had a couple of games in there. He's at eight assists, which was against Lakers, which was against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I think that, you know, if Joel Embiid is going to get a majority of the points here tonight, and then I think that uh, Maxi's going to be the guy that's going to be distributing the basketball where they're finding, you know, catch and uh, shoot uh, type of, um, you know, shooters for this uh, Philadelphia 76ers team. So, you know, those were the other two that I was looking at here, Chris. Yeah, there's no way I could talk you over either one of those. You know, if I was looking at uh, looking at the Dallas Mavericks front court, like you said, they're giving up the third most points to, to the center position. And they also give it up over 16 rebounds, which puts them uh, fourth worst as well uh, to the center position. So, I was looking for Walker Kessler double-double as you were talking, you know, if I couldn't find yeah. it. I don't see his points plus rebounds listed either. But he seems like, uh, you know, he's in a pretty advantageous matchup tonight. Uh, one more, you know, just because just yeah. we got such a big slate today. Uh, yeah. DeAndre Aiden. I think we got to look at Aiden tonight. I know that they're 12-point dogs. Is he playing uh, tonight? Is, is he going to play tonight? Or not? Maybe. I see he's doubtful on the uh, injury report. Because I did okay, – I, I didn't looking, see that. I'll start okay. looking at the uh, injury reports yesterday. I just okay. see a note that he popped up, and that was one of the guys that came to my mind as well. But mm-hmm. then I saw the injury note that he's going to be doubtful here tonight. Then I wanted well, to makes, pivot. Makes sense. <laughs> makes yeah. sense why they lay at 12 and a half points now. I knew Jeremy Grant was out with the concussion. I didn't see the news on Aiden, so I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, so I, who's our backup there then? Is it is it Yurtseven that's there now? Yurtseven is in uh, – he's in Utah. Okay, so then, God, who the hell's the backup then for Portland? It's because the, it's the guy, uh, thirty-four. I can't think of his name. He's a defensive guy uh, that blocks a lot of shots. Uh, I just watched him play against him the other day. I can't think of his name right off. Because we know Robert Williams is out for next. Yeah. I mean, rest of the season. Let's see here. Um, uh, Kamara. Kamara plays like the the four, the three, and the four. Um, let's Jabari see. Walker, they have Jabari Walker. That's him, and that's him. Jabari Walker, yep. Okay, defensive um, guy. He, he can get yeah. rebounds. <laughs> yeah, so I think that if he does get the start here tonight, you know, maybe look at him for rebounds. I mean, he's had two games last week uh, where he had double-digit rebounds um, for the Portland Trailblazers. So I think that might be yeah, worth a look uh, there as well. Um, anything else? Mm, nah, I do, I do, you know, just kind of reiterate what you're saying about Maxi. I was looking at his uh rebounds plus assists just because mm-hmm. he's had these really, really big like rebounding games where he had grabbed like seven or eight. What yeah. was just aren't a great rebounding team at all. I think that mm-hmm. number was 10 and a half. Uh, no, not, not a lot of juice there. So, you know, pivot off of your rebounds, your assists is you know, potentially rebounds plus assists. Uh, yeah. I think Maxi does a, a really good job in this game today. Uh, as they get, uh, you know, as they welcome Kelly Olenek, Kelly Kelly Oubre back into the to the rotation here tonight. You know, if I know that the point total opened at 123 last night, and this morning when I woke up, it was 125, and it's probably only trending north. So, <laughs> I'll throw one out. more. 
Yeah, I'll throw one more out there. Uh, Bam's going to be out here tonight uh, for the Miami Heat. I think Orlando Robinson is that guy that's going to fill in for uh, him at that center position. If you want to take a look at his rebounds, I know, you know, you know, I have talked a lot about taking opposing centers against um, the Toronto Raptors. I think it's an opportunity, uh, whether it's Orlando uh, Robinson, or I think it might just be Jimmy Butler that gets the rebounds as well. But I think that if you get a low enough number on uh, Orlando Robinson, whether it's four and a half, three and a half, if it's in that vicinity, I think definitely think that he can get the rebounds here tonight. He'll definitely get the minutes. If he plays, um, you know, 25 plus minutes here tonight, especially without Bam in the lineup here tonight, who's officially been ruled out. So I think that might be, you know, a sneaky look. Um, if you want to look at Orlando Robinson for the Miami Heat, man, we just De- point. definitely put, yeah, no, you, that that's a gem right there. You know, if I, I, I'm adding that to my short list. I'm looking at his game log right now. And like you said, it's been very up and down because Bam has been in and been out and they don't really utilize him when Bam does play, but you know, four minutes play only one rebound, 26 minutes play seven rebounds. Yeah. Two minutes played, no rebounds, 28 minutes played, nine rebounds. So, I mean, it, like you said, there's some correlation between him just getting the minutes and being out there. He's a you know pretty big guy, tall in stature, yeah. 235 pounds, 6'10". And that's what you need against Jakob Pertl, Uh, Cause Jakob Pertl sometimes, I think, I don't know if he's going to sneeze, you know, but I know he's definitely allergic to, to getting rebounds at times. So I uh, <laughs> could absolutely agree with you there on Orlando Robinson. Oh, man. All right. Uh, let's do our best bets, and then we'll put together our underdog fantasy entry here for tonight. Uh, uh, Chris, I'll let you lead off best bet. Man, we got to go Cam Thomas. You know, I, just, oh, yeah. I, I feel it in my bones, man. Cam Thomas. Especially with a high uh, total of 244, man. Like, that I was going to tell you earlier when you mentioned that total moving up, you know, I was going to tell you that that's just people betting on Cam Thomas points prop to go up. So they just added more <laughs> points to the game. So, yeah, you know, Cam Thomas in this spot, man. I know the number uh, is 19 and a half. And you don't get as much value on the 30, which was, you know, actually plus like a thousand not too long ago. But Cam Thomas, man, against the Atlanta Hawks defense, this game is going to be extremely fast paced. Cam Thomas is not shy about shooting the ball. This is a number that I like even with Lonnie Walker being in there. And now you're telling me Lonnie Walker is not going to be in there. And the, the, just the amount of production that Lonnie Walker has been able to bring to this Brooklyn Nets team, you know, without, you know, when those guys were, 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 were uh, you know, not playing as well. I mean, he has a 20-point a game, a 26-point game, a 23-point game, a 20-point game, a 19-point game, and a 19-point game this season, um, another 17-point game. So, you know, I just expect Cam Thomas to, you know, to, to take on some of their usage. And, uh and to play a bunch of minutes. So give me Cam Thomas over his 19 and a half points is the best bet for today. Love it, man. Yeah, I think, again, that's going to be one of the higher scoring games here tonight. And again, with Cam Thomas out there, you mentioned also Lonnie Walker not being in there as well. That points are going to be had in that game. So that's going to be something that is going to be on my list here tonight as well. Cam Thomas for sure. Um, I really do like Joel Embiid here tonight, but I'm, I'm always concerned about the blowout factor. But like I mentioned, he had 38 uh, in his game. Um, or sorry, forty-eight in the last game against the Wizards. So I still think that he gets there. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot to Kobe White here tonight, man. Um, no Zach Levine in the lineup. I mentioned the numbers, averaging twenty-five point seven points per game. This is the one of the worst defensive-rated teams in uh, not only the Bulls but also the Charlotte Hornets. And I, I just think that this is an opportunity for him to you know really um, you know take advantage of this opportunity without Levine in the lineup. And like I mentioned, averaging 25.7 points, he's had 23 or more points in all three games without Zach Levine. He's had double-digit uh, three-point attempts uh, uh, in those games without Zach Levine. And you're going up against a defense, like I mentioned, 
that's just not very good. So I think that Kobe White has, is, a, is in a great opportunity here. Uh, I will take Kobe White over 18.5 points here tonight as my best bet here, Chris. Yeah, I'm, I'm riding with you on this one, you know. I just, I just love the spot. I love that Zach Levine's not there. And this, you know, it's crazy. I know I said that, you know, imagine Kobe, imagine us betting on Kobe White comfortably at 19.5 or even seeing his points prop at 19.5. This number could go up, you know. We might not see it at 19.5 again. Like, you know, like he's after people really listen great... to the show, yeah, probably. Yeah, and, and after we make some cash with, with Kobe White tonight, we might see this number start to trickle to 21.5 eventually, especially if, you know, Zach Levine is on the move. We know he's going to be out for extended minutes, and he's not going to get a better matchup. You know, I, <laughs> real quick, I'll say this real quick. I watched a post-game interview from the Charlotte Hornets game when they lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and Clifford, Steve Clifford was he, was, he was pretty irate in talking about how his team, you know, just won't buy in defensively. No matter what he does, no matter what he says, he's had talks with them about how if they really want to win, they're going to have to buy in defensively. No team will ever win a championship that's not going to be a top 10, top 15 rated defensive team. And they just, that message goes in one ear and goes up the other because they, they're not trying to play, guard anybody. They just want to run up and down the floor. So he gets a fast-paced team, a bad defense, more usage. I mean, that that just checks all the boxes. You know, I'm I'm telling you on the Kobe White uh, look tonight. I feel like it's a conversation that Steve Clifford has every single season with this team about defense. Multiple times. <laughs> that came up. <laughs> Yeah, I gave up last season as well for uh, Steve Clifford. Uh, so, again, hopefully they don't continue to play defense here, Jenna, because I do really do like the spot here for the Bulls as far as being, uh, points for them put up uh, for them to put up points here tonight. Uh, all right, Chris, before we get out of here, let's put together our uh, underdog entry here for tonight. I'm going to add MB to the entry here tonight. Again, I think that it's going to be a big game for him. So I'm going to go higher, 32.5 points for him. Uh, let's add in Cam Thomas. The Cam Thomas has now moved to 20.5 on on underdog fantasy so you still want to put that in there or you want to put it somewhere else no absolutely if it goes to 24 and a half we'll still go over to him you know <laughs> all right uh so we'll put that in there cam thomas and then uh let's put in one more here that we liked here tonight um what are the ones that we kind of agreed on um Bane, you know, Bane, you know gotta like oh, yeah, Bane Bane, yeah. yeah he, yeah, he can't had... lose this game you do not want to be the first team after 16 games to lose to, to the Detroit Pistons. So I expect Bain to do everything in his power to for, for, to help his team win tonight. Over 30 and a half points plus assists because he's going to have a ball in his hands. Playmaking, you know, getting shots up. Like you said, three-point uh, three looks, all those good things. So should be a good spot for, for Desmond Bain tonight. Yeah, so let's do Desmond Bain. Uh, they have it at 31 um, on underdog fans. So we'll go higher on that. So uh, Desmond Bain points and assists combined. To go higher than 31. All right, so our entry tonight is going to be Joel Embiid, higher 32.5. Cam Thomas, higher 20.5 points. Then Desmond Bain, higher 31 points and assists combined uh, against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, that $50 entry will get you a nice return of $300. So again, if you haven't already signed up with an account for Underdog Fantasy, make sure you go there. Use promo code SGPN. Get you a 100% deposit of up to $100. You know, join us for the ride here for this um, entry here tonight or make up your own. And if you do make up your own, you know, tweet at us at SGPN NBA as and then, and, and, you know, we can uh, tout you a little bit if it, if it does uh, win. So, again, go to underdogfantasy.com, uh, use our promo code SGPN, 100% deposit up to $100. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of the PropCast. Uh, Chris, anything else we want to mention, my friend, before we get out of here? Nah, man, just, uh, you know, always 
gamble responsibly. Enjoy the games as always. Uh, got some more in-season tournament games t- uh, tomorrow in Vegas. So it's a it's a fun time to be an NBA fan right now, you know, especially with a big slate. We got rested teams. You know, nobody's played in the last few days. So, you know, just enjoy the enjoy the enjoy the uh, you know the product, man. And um, if you guys want to, you could shoot me a follow over on Twitter at Crispy Captain Two P's Two Ends. I'm doing a daily show at 12 5 p.m. Eastern time, uh, where I'm giving out looks and you know just allowing a, a platform for other people to kind of share their looks as well, kind of come together and smash the bookies. You know, that's what we're trying to do tonight. So best of luck to everybody, and uh, let's let's get let's get back on the right track and win some win some tickets tonight. You know. Yeah, echoing everything that you just said there. Uh, make sure you uh, uh, give Chris a follow on Twitter at Crispy Captain Two P's and Two N's. Daily show every single day, five p.m. Eastern, to handicap and go through every single game on the NBA schedule. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. If you haven't already, smash that like button for us before you guys get out of here. And if you haven't already subscribed to the NBA Gambling Podcast, uh, go ahead and do that. Propcast is uh, on Wednesdays and Fridays for NBA, and then we do a daily show, eleven a.m. Eastern time for the nba games uh for uh the nba gaming podcast hit that subscribe button for us as well all right guys good luck with your bets here tonight enjoy the game let's break these books off and let it ride